Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. We got a trio of races in Indianapolis one at the uh, short track and then two at the Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, I still don't like this, but that's all right. I'm, they're evolving and they're moving into the future. It's going to be great. It's like See, as someone that went to the a road course. What's that? Like the I like the road course better just because I feel like the brickyard was just meh. And like if you're a fan that goes there, you literally you see the cars come and then it's like another minute. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet I I went to the NASCAR race there and yeah, it was awful for being there. Yeah, it was much better for TV. But my whole thing was it the reason they had the race is the track. Yeah. I mean, if you were starting from scratch and there was no track there, would you have a race in Indianapolis? Yes. Only so I could go when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> you don't like it? I mean, I just, like I said, to me, the reason in the 90s we just had to go was because everyone had to race at the Indianapolis Raceway. It's the most famous track, not the most famous like venue. It was the most famous track. And now you're not on that track. Yeah. And when you're kissing the bricks, you're faking it. Are you? I think so. But what do I know? I'm just a, a, a gonad. This <laughs> first thing we see, holy cow. Yeah, front row motorsports and Michael McDowell get a severe penalty. Whoa. Uh, second time we've seen this this year. He got 100 driver points uh, revoked. 100 owner points were removed. Crew chief Blake Harris was fined $100,000 and suspended for four races. Uh, if McDowell wins one of the five races remaining in the regular season and qualifies for the playoffs, the team will be docked 10 uh, playoff points. If you remember, this is the same hit that Keselowski got. It was part of the uh, single source part violation. Wow. You know what isn't taken away? All the laurels he got during the race about how great he was running. And at the time, we didn't know he was cheating. Yeah. Same thing with Denny and Kyle. Yeah. So, uh, Front Row Motorsports, uh, unlike uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, they have started the appeal process. Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. How often does the appeal process work out? I don't know. Maybe it this will be some, the first time. It worked out for somebody this year, I feel like. I forget who. Somebody, I feel like, won the appeal process. But I, it wasn't just major. I was like, whoa. What yeah. You, so and it's funny because it just kind of gets like it gets pushed to the back burner well, what, after all the Denny and Kyle stuff. Yeah, and I think you said, and he got to keep his finish. Yeah. So that's weird. I, I haven't seen anything change from it. Yeah. So. All righty. What else we got? <laughs> Uh, some sad news, kind of. Uh, Camping World is ending their truck series sponsorship. CEO of Camping World, Marcos Lemonis, announced on Twitter that the company won't be sponsoring the truck series in 2023. It had been the sponsor for 14 years, over 30 race entitlements, and over 35 drivers sponsored. To me, this is a big hit for the series. Yeah, he, like last year, he seemed to go all in. He was sponsoring drivers every week. Um 
he had the one race where he was like sponsoring nine different drivers. No one joined in and rode his coattails, sadly. So he, I don't know if this means he's out of racing forever, or maybe they're just taking a break from it. Um, I haven't even watched the SRX. Are they still in the SRX? I believe so. I haven't watched any of this year's though. Yeah, last year they were big into the SRX. I have a bunch taped. I got to watch them, but I have enough trouble watching NASCAR and <laughs> to get uh, stuff in. I apparently they knew this was coming. People said they knew this a while ago. I I had heard rumblings of it, but I was holding out hope that Marcus would would keep writing them checks. They say uh, Craftman is the uh, the leading candidate. They make these tools. You can run over them with pickup trucks and stuff, and they're like a lifetime warranty. I think it rolls off the tongue a little bit better, too, the Craftsman Truck Series. Yeah, like whenever we're doing the truck series, I always usually just say truck series. Maybe that's why. Yeah, because like camping world trucks, it's like, well, it's a world truck. Maybe that's why we dropped the sponsorship is because we never said camping world. That could be it. Because we always say Xfinity Series. We always say yeah. we apologize, Marcus. But bring your money back. Well, I guess the Cup Series isn't really sponsored anymore, is it? No, I don't believe so. Used to be the Monster Cup Series, and then yeah, I remember it as the Winston Cup. But yeah, it'll always be uh, Winston. <laughs> it'll always uh, be Gator Mountain uh, Truck Series. <laughs> uh lebron's coming to nascar oh my god he already sort of is very very small 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 part of him is yeah and he's sort of coming to nascar's roush fenway keselowski will highlight the lebron james family foundation and its work to uplift communities and create generational change with a special paint scheme uh featuring on chris busher's number 17 ford mustang at michigan uh that'll be on august 7th uh, as you mentioned, he's kind of a sort of a small part already. He's a minority owner in Fenway Sports Group, which is a parent of our Basically, parents. yeah, basically he, uh, if it was a mutual fund, he owns a mutual fund uh, <laughs> that owns a part of RFK Racing. Oh. So. Like, be like Pelosi's husband. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, the executive director of the LeBron James Family Foundation said to see our foundation represent alongside one of the most iconic racing teams in NASCAR shows our kids from Akron that anything is possible and nothing is out of reach uh, for them. It's incredible that our partners at RFK Racing have created this opportunity for them to connect with racing in a meaningful way that opens up a whole new world of possibilities for our kids and families. I'm glad Michelle Campbell had time to give us that quote. LeBron James did not. Mm. I think your bias is showing because you're he's mad that probably, he probably He's probably on page one of the next book he's reading. <laughs> so this one could be a big deal, might not be a big deal. Ty Gibbs replaces Kurt Busch again this week. Yeah. No, I don't think that it's a big deal. I mean, he's not in the race, so that sort of stinks. But if this bleeds into another week or two, it could become a big deal. Um. Kurt still isn't medically cleared after that incident he had two uh, or last week in qualifying at Pocono. Um, it could become a big deal if we get a 17th winner. Currently, uh, Kurt is 13th in points among the 14 cars with wins. He's only ahead of Denny Hamlin. He has 485. Hamlin has 443. So that's a 
42 point edge. Well, be interesting. And I think it gives Gibbs another opportunity. I weigh in. I, I actually say it later when we're covering the Cup Series, but I might as well say it now. I think Ty Gibbs will definitely be a lot more comfortable this week. He's pretty comfortable road course driver, and this takes all the speed out of it. This is basically just driving a car. Yep. He's been pretty good at that. So I think he's going to be a lot more comfortable. Um, could uh, And Joe Gibbs won't have to sabotage two of his drivers to get his <laughs> grandson in the top 15 uh, this week. And then what seems like we've uh, said multiple times this year, Eric Jones is happy at Petty GMS and would like to return in 2023. <laughs> uh, Adam Stern is reporting that Eric Jones is close to a multi-year extension with the team. Yeah, and this is one of the ones where, like, can either one of these get a better – can Eric Jones get a better ride than Petty GMS? And can Petty GMS get a better driver than Eric Jones? They're a marriage made in heaven. Yeah. Or they just need to get someone in that 42 car. Yeah. But Eric's been pretty impressive this year. Yeah. I always have him as my sleeper. and One day uh, people are going to sleep on him. He's going to win. <laughs> Uh, so that's it for news around NASCAR this week as we get to a preview of the Cup Series race, the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. That'll be on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC, IMS, and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Coverage starts at 2 p.m. It is 199.998 miles <laughs> on the road course. It'll be 82 laps with stages of 15, 20, and 47. Yeah, you could round up there uh second straight year they're going to the road course for the quotation marks brickyard race like i said i don't think it's the same but what do i know nothing venue though storied venue indianapolis motor speedway has two hundred and fifty thousand uh permanent seats and uh infield seating raises the four hundred thousand it's the largest and highest capacity sporting facility in the world. Whoa. Inches out. I was surprised by number two. Ascot Racecourse over there in the, on the other side of the pond. Yeah. And then you had 24 hours of Le Mans Circuit de, Star, de la Sarthe. So. Right. How many people does Ascot? Hold. It's like 200 and something. Two, it's below 250. But yeah, but to me, like a horse racing, I mean, the track's a mile, I guess. That's a lot of people on a mile track. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, maybe Ascot's bigger. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go there. I heard Royal Ascot's like the. Uh, I read a book on Frankel, like the best uh, European racehorse ever, and they mentioned it a little bit. So. All right. Uh, this is part of the quote-unquote triple header with the IndyCar Series and Xfinity Series both running uh, on Saturday. Kyle Larson last year led 28 laps. Denny Hamlin led 27 laps. They were out front for the majority of the race, but road ace A.J. Allmendinger passed Hamlin uh, with two laps remaining. When we look at the season standings, we're getting tighter and tighter. Five regular season, or Five races left in the regular season, 14 winners. Uh, as we've mentioned in the recap, Blaney Truex and Harvick feeling the pressure to be winner number 15. Yeah, I mean, the, the first one to get that win 15, uh, be the 15th winner, just a weight would be off their shoulders. Um, I don't know if they get it. 
but road. even if you're like Harvick, like you're still kind of nervous because even if you win this race, like you still got four and you're just hoping that Blaney and Truex aren't. Yeah. Don't want to race, but the road course aces, Chase Elliott, man, this guy, he has seven road course wins at five different tracks. He's looking to make Indy the sixth. I yeah. put sixth. Are we calling them road course aces instead of road course warriors now? Road co- either one. I just don't like I saw a couple times in the NASCAR notes they called them road course ringers. And a road course ringer is only a non-full-time guy that you bring in. Like a Boris said. Yeah, like like a softball team, you bring in a ringer. He doesn't live in the city limits and you brought him in from the other side of the tracks because he can drop bombs. That's a ringer. Someone who's in lives in the city and just hits doubles isn't a ringer yeah anyhow uh, uh kyle bush and martin Truex both have four wins but theirs are exclusively at sonoma and watkins Glen. kyle larson has three wins he's won at sonoma watkins Glen at the charlotte road course harvick and dinger have two uh in that road courses since 2019, Elliott has six wins, 11 top fives, 13 top 20s, and 15 races. The rest of the field has nine wins in that span. Wow. So one of us is probably going to pick him, I would think. Yeah, you'd be an idiot not to. I mean, you like, I picked first and I left it wide open for you. Let's see if you're an idiot or not. First, we got uh, featured matchups. Yeah. Hamlin versus Ross Chastain. You done? You done? Like, is this done? I feel like this is starting to get overplayed. And I feel like that, like we mentioned it in the recap, like Jeff Burton was like, all right, like this should be over, like move on. Like, well, and it definitely should be over. I don't know if Denny Hamlin thinks it's over, but what's going to happen is if Denny Hamlin like hits Ross again, Ross is going to say, screw it. Yeah. I'm just going to hit you every time now because apparently you're not going to stop. <laughs> well, we thought Ross would stop after the first time. Anyhow, Hamlin having a strong, uh, he was strong here last year. Uh, I think he was leading with two laps left, and then Dinger passed him. I think we said, but yeah. this year, even when Denny rack, wrecks Chastain, Chastain finishes ahead. Except yeah. for last week, but he finished ahead. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, so I'm going uh, Chastain. I'm going to go with Denny. I liked him here last year. He's had a strong run. Hopefully uh, he doesn't have tape on the front of his car. Yeah, uh, we still haven't heard why Christopher Bell didn't use any tape. But anyhow, uh, Chase Elliott versus Kyle Larson. This is billed as the two best on road courses. And like we mentioned since 2019, those are two of the three drivers that have an average driver rating over uh, 100 at the 15 uh, road courses, um, races. Kyle Larson only ran 13. I don't know if you remember, he missed two that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Chase Elliott, and then uh, we'll break our, our streak of three consecutive times not celebrating a Chase win with Bogo Wings at who yeah. I don't think he's going to win. Surprise, surprise. But I do think he uh, beats Kyle Larson. There we go. We agree on that one. We should have tracked these from the beginning of the year and done it. Because <laughs> uh, we can gamble on this. It's not a college yeah. sport. So uh, take that. It should be. A&M compliance office. Yeah, it should. Um, Martin Trucks versus Chase Briscoe. They're building, building this one as stage points versus 
wins. Uh, Briscoe has the win, but he's near the cutoff line if we get 16 winners. Truex has the points, but if we get over 16 winners, he's not in. So I'm going to stick with Truex on, based on his history at road courses. I think we said he's won four road courses. It's yep. been a while he's due, so... Uh, I'm gonna go with Chase Briscoe, and as a tease, I'll explain later in a minute. Oh my gosh! And then we got Tyler Reddick uh, versus Ryan Blaney, and they set this up as the same way. Reddick has the win, but he's near the bottom of the cutoff. If we get more than 16, Blaney doesn't have the win. He's got a lot of points. He needs a win. I'm going Reddick. It's sad for me as a Blaney fan to say Blaney hasn't been running well lately. Plus, Raddock has the series' most recent win at a road course, winning at Road America. So. I like Blaney just because I think he's a better driver, and I want to be a little different than you. Whoa, whoa, okay. Who do you got as your long shot? Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that we mentioned <laughs> earlier. Why are you laughing? Because I did a cough cheater. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like Michael McDowell. Uh, he's ran really well the last few races besides New Hampshire. Um, but at road courses this year, he's finished 13th, 3rd, and 8th. Last year, he finished 26th at Indy, but was involved in an accident. At the end of stage one, he finished second. So there you go. So I can't I remember if he didn't short pit or if he actually finished second. And like, didn't he short probably pit. short, they probably, everyone else probably short pitted, but yeah. we have to go back and watch the thingy. I'm going Ty Gibbs. Ooh. Um, I think, like I said, I think he'll be more comfortable in the car than he was last week. And I think he could stun the world. All right. And it would be the second straight year that a Xfinity guy won the. Yeah. How pretty is that? Who you you got winning? I, I got Dinger. I think he does it again. I think Dinger and Elliot have to be the two big favorites. I think he'd have to be an idiot not to pick one of those two. Yep. I Elliot for you to pick, so you make me look good. I'm gonna go with a different chase. I'm going Chase Briscoe, hometown guy. And if I remember correctly, he was second last year until he got caught cutting corners and hit Denny Hamlin. I think yeah. that's where they got into their beef. So yeah. I mean his second time there. He's won there before in Xfinity. I like him to win here. There you go. So that's what we got for the fake, the faux brickyard race. <laughs> Uh, on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, we got the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard. Uh, coverage starts on NBC at 3 p.m., so pretty cool to see uh, the Xfinity Series on the Big Time Channel. Uh, you can hear it on the radio on IMS as well as SiriusXM NASCAR Radio. It's 151.22 miles, 62 laps with stages of 2020 and 22 and yeah 2020 and 22. Uh, this will be the third race on the Grand Prix uh, track. Trace Briscoe won the inaugural event uh, in 2021. And then last year, Austin Sendrick uh, won it. Briscoe will actually be one of the six bushwhackers in the race. He's running in the 07 for SS Greenlight Racing, which is what Cole Custer ran in last week. Um, but of course, he'll be challenged by the winningest road course driver in Xfinity Series and AJ Allmendinger. Yeah, you mentioned Austin Sendrick. He was actually my other thought for. Um long shot but then i was like can a daytona 500 winner be a long shot yeah oh well maybe i'll go back and change it <laughs> um, i mean i chose michael mcdowell he was a daytona 500 winner but that was a long time ago <laughs> i still remember 
Um, this will be the uh, fourth road course of the year, uh, race of the year this year. Almendinger won at Coda and Portland, and then Ty Gibbs won at Road America. They are the, I would say, the two favorites. Besides Chase Briscoe is probably the third favorite. Yep. Uh, as I mentioned, lots of lots of bushwhackers in this race with Briscoe, Ty Dillon, Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, and Ross Chastain. Uh, all featured in the race. Uh, if you want the playoff scenarios, uh, listen to the recap. Kind of broke it down, but they got, I think, seven laps or seven races. Yeah, you still got seven races to go. Uh, the big the thing I, uh, like I mentioned before, really weird with Brandon uh, Brown. He is hunting down that last spot, but he's not even in his own car. Austin Dillon will be in his car, and he'll be in a Mike Harmon racing car this week. So don't look for Brandon Brown in the 68. Look for Brandon Brown in the 74. So even though he's not in his own car, if he were to win, would he be in the playoffs? He would be in the playoffs because, owner, yeah, owner points and driver points are separate. Okay. He would be in, but then his car wouldn't be in. <laughs> the owner points or yeah. the playoffs. So, yeah, um, like they said, having a little sponsorship issues, if you want to uh, sponsor either Brandon Brown or Moose Lugnuts. We're both taking sponsors. <laughs> um, just DM us or whatever you do. But you don't see us switching podcasts and try to get us. <laughs> Maybe we should. I mean, yeah. Like I heard there's like a two and a half hour photographer podcast. <laughs> I mean, how do you talk about photography for two and a half hours? Snooze I mean, I don't even, I don't even know if we could talk NASCAR for two and a half hours. I mean, I could, you wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> Uh, but who you got winning Saturday? Um, I think it's going to be one of the two I picked for the cup race. I got it down to Ty Gibbs and A.J. Allmendinger. I'm going to go A.J. Allmendinger. He's got two wins already. He's going to make it three. He's, they they got to pick up the speed at Ovals, but I think this keeps him uh, accumulating points, trying to put himself in a good playoff position uh, with a good track, uh, road course finish. Uh, you can just go ahead and call me Luke Hillen because I'm all aboard the Chase Briscoe train this weekend. Well, you got to pan down the trucks. Did you pick Haley Deegan in the truck? <laughs> I did not. Uh, so you got so uh, to go with Briscoe. Dinger? You got Briscoe winning back to back in Xfinity. I got Dinger winning back to back in Cups. So. We're putting all of our eggs in one basket. Well, I guess two baskets. Two but. baskets, yeah. And poor Ty Gibbs, we're not picking for either. <laughs> I get the long shot points. Trucks, they don't get to run the, the storied bricks. <laughs> you know, they don't get to kiss the bricks at the end. Or do they bring bricks over to that other place? I don't. I bet they don't. It's eight. Nah. I looked it up on the map thingy. Um, Lucas, Indianapolis Raceway Park. It'll be Friday night, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. in uh, God's Country. It's the T-Sport 200 covered starting at 8 p.m. on FS1 because NBC doesn't like them trucks. Uh, MRN, Series XM, NASCAR Radio. It'll be 137.2 miles, which comes out to 200 laps, stages of 60, 60, and 80. No bushwhacking, but we do have Chad Chastain. Which <laughs> that doesn't really roll off the tongue. Chad Chastain. No, bad, bad I like alliteration. The CH is tough for alliteration. What would you, what do you think his middle name is? It's like Chandler, Chad Chandler, Chastain. Yeah, Chad, Chad, Chad Christopher. Um, anyhow, uh, 
Jayski, like I was on their front uh, Xfinity page and they had, they usually list the non full-time drivers in the race and they put 41 Chastain. I was like, Oh my God, Ross Chastain's going to run three races this week. Going to be really busy. And I wrote the whole truck rundown as if Ross Chastain was in the race and I had to go back and edit it all. It's actually Chad Chastain. He also ran last year. I want to say it was Watkins Glen. And when I was reading they said he was in the race because Ross was deemed ineligible, which I had never heard that before. I don't know. I'd have to go back and find the backstory. We also have former uh, uh, champion Johnny Sodders running the 13 for Thor Sport. Corey Heim continues to finish out the season for KBM in the number 51 truck, and that truck is in the owner's playoff. So keep that in mind. Yep. So the track is a 0.68 mile paved oval. Uh, it's in Claremont, Indiana, which is west by northwest out of town. It's about eight miles from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, the math would work a lot better if they just said two-thirds of a mile, 0.666 repeating, of course. But they added a little extra onto it, so 0.68. As we uh, said, Ro- Hold on. Uh, Ross Chastain, which was originally set to pilot the number 45, but had to step out as he is not eligible to run the final eight truck races of the season due to him running for Cup Series points. Oh, so he must have been in more than five races then, because he could only run five races. Yeah. But I would have thought they would have known. Like you can count one, two, three. But what there's been there's been division one basketball games like Chicago State once scheduled too many games. So they weren't allowed to be in their conference tournament. It's like, how do you not like how do you schedule too many? Games? That's probably good money though. They probably got paid and then you don't have to go to your conference tournament. Yeah. Um so, as we said, this is the first round of the playoffs. The playoffs will consist of this race at Lucas Oil and then Richmond uh, two weeks later, and then they take a three-week break. Don't forget about them, you know. <laughs> I usually forget about stuff after a week and a half, two weeks. They'll be back uh, four weeks after that Richmond race at Kansas Speedway. So, they'll get a lot of sleep. Those three weekends are off. Uh, two will be knocked out, only two, so. Trucks haven't been at this uh, raceway. Uh, no NASCAR. Both trucks and uh, Xfinity ran here 2011. Uh, this is the first time Lucas Oil Raceway will host a playoff race. It was really popular early, running each of the first 17 years of the uh, the circuit. They had 12 different winners, with Ron Hornaday Jr. winning four races. So only uh, three drivers have raced here. Uh, and Matt Crafton, he has 11 starts. Johnny Sauter, four. Parker Klingerman, uh, one. Crafton's 11 starts feature three top fives and eight top tens. Sauter has a pair of top five finishes and top tens in his four starts. Klingerman finished uh, 11th in his rate. We'll do some playoff predictions. Who you got as your first two out? I got uh, Matt Crafton as the... He's sort of the common sense one. They just really haven't been running well, and he struggled to actually get in. And then I think Stuart Friesen is going to be your stunner that is out, although he finished fourth in the regular season. He's not real strong at Kansas. He's sort of mad at Richmond. Uh, in past history, I would have had crafted in. Uh, he's a, one of the few to ever run at Lucas Oil, like I said, but uh, they haven't been strong. They have one top five in the last 10 races. Ben Rhodes has zero top fives in the last 10 races, but he has that playoff point cushion. Yeah. So I think he's fairly safe. I agree with you on Crafton. And then my other one's going to be Ty Majeski. It's his first time competing uh, in the playoffs. It's his first time as a full-time driver. Uh, and I really didn't want to pick Grant Enfinger. 
Yeah. Who I think it will be kind of on that bubble with him. I think he he takes that Alabama Crimson Tide mattress <laughs> to the uh, playoffs. Who do you got in your final four? I'm keeping the same four that I had the preseason. And uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Ben Rhodes, Carson Hosovar, and Christian Eckes. Oh, see, I'm riding the tide. I'll probably, I'd probably uh, not a smart move by me. Um, I'm going Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Carson Hosovar, and Christian Eckes. It feels wrong not having Rhodes and Nima check in, so I'm probably wrong. Yeah. But like I said with Rhodes, it's hard to get behind him. He doesn't have a top 10 in the last 10 races, or top five in the last 10 races. And then Nima check's been sort of meh. Yeah. I don't know if having a baby's got him all tied down. Maybe he's not getting much sleep. Uh, Although I will say I'm gonna ride Ben Rhodes this weekend. Yeah. I got uh I got him winning the race. He's pretty good on the short track. Uh he won uh the Bristol Dirt, which I know it's dirt a little bit uh different. Uh, but I think he turns it on this weekend, gets the win. Now it's it's showtime, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so when we originally uh wrote this up, I had uh I, I noted that non-full-time truck guys have won six of the last seven races this season. And I said, I think it continues with Ross Chastain. <laughs> He's not in the race. I'm not going to pick Chad Chastain, but I'm going to stick with the uh, seventh race won by uh, non-full-time guys. I'm going Parker Kligerman again. All right. So I think he's really raring up getting in the form and he really wants a full-time ride next year somewhere. So let's get him one. Which means he won't be able to uh, <laughs> be next to to Noah Gregson when he's puking. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good trade off or not for him. Uh, so there you have it for our previews. It's time to go to paint schemes. We got some uh, decent ones in the cup and Xfinity trucks, not so much. Uh, I'll start first. Uh, the one that you didn't list that I really liked was Ricky Stenhouse in the number forty seven Gogurt. Uh, car has some yogurt splattered on this side and then the one that i really agreed with the other one that i agreed with you was christopher bell and the number 20 like craftsman truck car or the craftsman parts and uh, it's got like the little guy standing there on the side i thought it was pretty cool yeah it's part of the uh, racing for a miracle um yeah it has almost like a, i called an eight bit uh guys on the side pretty cool looking car and uh I also had Brez, Brad Keselowski in the Castrol. I thought it's like the first really, really, really good use of the extra space I've seen in a while from the RFK cars. Um, this is the red and green one, right? Yeah, I really it looked pretty sharp. And then Kyle Busch in the, uh, I love my favorite M&M, peanut butter. He's I like, always get those confused with Reese's Pieces. I don't know how you can, though. Like, Reese's Pieces have a hard candy shell. M&M's, not really a hard shell, and they got a layer of chocolate. Layer of chocolate. I find that Reese's are a little sweeter. The chocolate serves as a buffer. You like this one. I First of all, are we sure that's yogurt splattered on this? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, you went with the Ricky Stenhouse 47 Gogurt, and yeah, it's got yogurt splattered on the side. I really wasn't a, a big fan of that one. Uh, and then the other one, I think Eric Amarola was inspired by Joey Logano last week for Bad Paint Scheme of the Year. Yeah, did you like? Did you see that one? 
yeah, it was, I didn't like it. Like he's two different things. Uh, he's got two different things going on. Two different sponsors, same race. Uh, one was Gear Wrench, which yep. is a blue and gold or black and gold, and then the other is Exxon Mobil, I think, and they're blue and red, and they just like mix the paint schemes together, and it looks bad. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan. Uh, Xfinity came in pretty strong this week, though. That's, that's if they all. I went off of what's on the sponsorship thingy. And then I looked up to find the actual pictures. Some of these I found pictures of what the car looked like last year or earlier in the year when they use a sponsor. So I'm hoping to actually show up looking like this. I got Ty Dillon and the Black Hole Ammunitions, uh, number six. Then I got the Santino Ferrucci screaming Sicilian. It's got a little Sicilian face with a mustache around the front. It looks like it came out of the uh, movie Cars. I got Parker Kligerman in the 35. He's busy this weekend. Um, so I guess he's not going to be sideline reporter this week. Yeah. Unless he wins, maybe he'll interview himself, and then Noah can just run over there and puke again. Uh, he's <laughs> well, probably- he'll do the Sunday race too, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. He'll do the Sunday, yeah. Uh, I got him in the ProMaster number 35 for Emerling Gase. Uh, racing i got jeremy clements driving for himself in the wings etc i put wings and more it's wings etc got a little chicken on the side and then ross chastain farmer's promise for uh, david gilman motorsports there you go pretty good ones the trucks we got chad chastain it's a family shtick it's a look sharper though it's one of the better ones i saw and that's where I actually found out he wasn't in the race when I found this paint scheme. I was like, Chad Chastain, did they have a misprint? He's in the 41 Eat Ileana. I'm guessing that's half Illinois, half Indiana. Oh, let's look it up. I would go Indian Noise if I was doing it. But uh, Eat Ileana Watermelon. So Watermelon. You're correct. Illinois and Indiana. Yep. Uh, family stick the watermelon thing so i hope he doesn't throw his on the ground i hope he gets out a gallagher big hammer and thor's which shout out to Cade key he wants to be a writer for snl and he had a a, a good skit for when uh, who's the guy that plays thor not noah syndergaard what's the guy's name oh i don't know i don't watch those movies he's, but he thinks he like Thor should be like really old and then just do Gallagher skits. You ever see Gallagher? No. He's a real average comedian, but then people love going to his shows because he would just hit really, he would smash stuff with a big mat, like super big mallet. Look up Gallagher mallet. Yeah. But at the end, he would smash watermelons and it was like SeaWorld. The people in the first six rows would wear like stuff so they wouldn't get watermelons. Huh. Find any video? No, I was looking up the Ileana Watermelon Association convention, which will be held March 10th through the 13th. So next year we're going. And then they have a queen program where they select a watermelon queen at the annual watermelon convention. Uh, and then they make appearances at welcome centers, county and state fairs, supermarkets, parades, festivals, schools, TV interviews, and many other functions uh and then they represent the chapter in competition for the title of national watermelon queen at the following year's national convention oh my god i uh 
We were just talking about how around here in the summer, there are no festivals because it's too damn hot. Um, but the last festival I went to was a little It's the what one? Luling Watermelon Pump. Oh, yeah. And man, we've missed the National Watermelon uh, Convention. It's in downtown Nashville. Yeah. So look next year, it'll be in February. So, but it's in Asheville, North Carolina. Can you see? Oh, yeah. I've seen that. He just smashes stuff. He's getting ready to smash a police car. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Who would have thought all you got to do is smash stuff with a mallet? Yeah. People laugh. So there we have it. That's our uh, preview of Indianapolis. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap all three races. Hopefully it's a good race. Thomas doesn't believe in anything. It's a fake race. But I think it'll be pretty good. I, the racing could be good. Especially if, uh, especially if Chase uh, gets in it with Denny again, <laughs> Russell double team Denny. Yeah, and, you know it was a good race. I I'm not saying it's not a good race. I just I think it's a fake brickyard. Don't go kissing no bricks unless you go around that two and a half mile track. <laughs> so there you have it. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride